a subject for another day. So I made that decision. I also made the decision to hire 35,000 teachers, the largest ever, right? Because there was a need. I went ahead because that whole education ecosystem, we are working on refining the uh, CBC to make sure that it is not overloaded. We are, we have, we've agreed on some of the elements. We are working on some of the elements. In fact, the bigger problem there was, and I had to talk to uh, TSC, uh, Madam Nancy Masharia, was that some of the teachers had not even been paid. I asked them, is it a question of money? It was not a question of money. It was a question of forms. They need to fill this, they need to fill this. They have not submitted this, they have not submitted that. And it was a requirement because this is public money. If you have not submitted all the documentation, you cannot be pay paid public money. So we try to expedite that. There is a, a shortage of teachers, without a doubt. And I said it in the election, in the, in the, in the election process. We have a shortage of 110,000 teachers. I am going to fill that gap. We used to hire 5,000 years every year. I have scaled it up to 35,000. I want to hire another 35,000 next year. But you know, uh, Latif, I also have to operate within a budget. I need the resources. Yeah. When I try to raise the money, you guys make noise at me. Oh, now I'm going to go to the house. Now, when you are going to go to the house, I'm going to go to the I mean, we, we all have to balance all these things. So in the meantime, so, then, Mr. President, for this year, these JSS learners are definitely not going to be able... No, we, we, have, made, we have made an intervention on how, because, you know, the, part of the problem is uh, there, are some second, uh, there are some primary schools that did not have enough students to be able to qualify to be uh, a, a junior uh, to, to uh, create a junior secondary uh, classroom. Uh, classroom. So we're trying to see how we can put together some of the uh, uh, institutions. We're also identifying teachers that have diploma so that we can post them into, uh, into, 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 into the JSS. The because we, have a, we, we now have more a bit more in the in the in the primary in the primary school. So we want to promote those ones in the primary so that they can cover the the gap. And hopefully, when we move into this new budget, maybe uh, towards the, the September, we can then uh, be able to hire. So the what next. happens to these cohorts? They will be taught. We have made temporary interventions to be taught. But let me also tell you about the whole subject of education. The crisis you have in CBC, you had the same crisis in our Tibets. Our Tibets were almost closing because we didn't have enough uh, lecturers. I have had to make an intervention in the supplementary budget to hire an extra 1,300 uh, lecturers. We have, uh, they, they needed 3,000. I could only accommodate with the finances 1,300. I will do another 1,700. We have also changed the funding structure of our tertiary institutions, IUP. We've changed the uh, financing structure because we have to be realistic. Our universities, for example, we were giving them 44 billion a year, yeah? 44 billion was less than 50% the amount of money they need to be able to teach. So we are sending kids there, we've given them half the money, they don't know what to do, 
They cannot pay the lecturers. They cannot pay bills. They cannot pay NHIF. We have a whole crisis. And nobody was making any decision because nobody wanted to, because it was too big a problem. So when we came into office, I asked my economic team, call the, call the vice chancellors. We sat down with vice chancellors. We told them, gentlemen and ladies, let's have a conversation. You know, we have to be realistic. What's going to happen? So we sat down with them. We sat down with the presidential party. I have had like maybe eight meetings, two, three hours in my office here on that one subject. Finally, we came up with a funding model, yeah? Where 30% of the students, especially those who come from uh, families, about 45,000 students, scholarship fully paid, you know? Um, and we changed the funding structure from giving money as grant to the university mm. to giving money to the student as scholarship so that we know who and how many. And every student now has to apply for that scholarship. We have a means testing instrument which has worked for 25 years to determine who can qualify for funding, who does not qualify for funding. 45,000 students will get 100%. Uh, that's about, I think, 29% or thereabout. The next group, I think about another uh, uh, 25 or so uh, percent, will get almost 85% uh, scholarship, and part of it will come from loan. They will take a bigger loan, which they can pay later. And the able students, which are, who are about, I think, another 20-something percent, my child... Ayub's child, uh, maybe, maybe yours has not gone Don't to university. Give, but I, <laughs> and, and, I mean, the, 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 those are our kids who go to these academies where we pay 300,000, 200,000, we've now said they must pay a little bit fees in the university, between 20,000 and 40,000 uh, a year. And we have, we've, 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 we've moved the funding from 44 billion to 82 billion every year. The celebration that was here by the vice chancellors was amazing because they've always wanted to have this conversation. Nobody was willing to listen to them. We have moved, we have moved the funding for our TVET from 5.2 billion shillings to 10 billion. We will be sure that our kids will go to, school, will go to university and they will be taught, the lecturers will be paid, the uh, uh, monuments and all the other things will be paid, yep. and we have it on a sound footing. I can tell the country from where I sit, the mess we found in primary school, in our Tibet, in the universities, is sorted. And what is more, I started uh, the uh, agenda of Open University when I was Minister for Higher Education. When I left, it stalled. Again, I want to tell the, people, the great people of Kenya, you will now have an opportunity to go to an open university where you learn online. You don't have to go to anywhere, and it is cheaper. Kansas City, we, have, we are working on uh, the programs now. We are going to launch that university, I think, in September this year. So we'll admit students in the Kenya Open University, where we are going to increase the chances of people going to university because it's much more affordable, you know? You don't have to 
You don't have to go there physically. The largest university in India is an open university. The university, Open University of South Africa is a huge university. I think it has a million uh, students. Yeah. So that's the direction we are going. That is the kind of reform, that's the kind of thinking you need in a country for us to move forward. Mweshimuwa Raisu unapuangalia sekta ya ilimu na tushikanishe tupamoja na masole usalamu. Unapuangalia eneo la North Rift. Bado kumekua na changamoto usalama na kuna wale wanafunzi ambao walitarajia kujunga na JSS. Sasa hivi pengine hawana badarasa. Hati mayo ni ipi. Ikiwa wanakutazama saivi wanajiuliza JSS pengine ni ya mijini tu ama hati mayetu ni ipi. Pale North Rift, especially sehemu hili ya ikona matatizo ya usalama imekuwa ni ile huyu bwana anaitwa anaita donda sugu donda ndugu na sugu ni gani ni hilo hilo okay kwa muda mrefu na miaka nyingi na niliwaeleza wale ndugu zetu wanaoishi North Rift la kwamba kwa vyo vyote tatizo hii ya watoto kukosa kwenda shule mashule karibu ishirini yamefungwa kwa miaka tano kumi. Mingine miaka kumi na tano. Niliwaambia safari hii. Hili tatizo talitatua. Ndiyo nimechukua hatua ya kwamba pale katika North Rift. Tutaweka hema ya jeshi permanent. Pale katika North Rift. Tutaweka kamp eh, ya polisi permanent. Hawa magaidi na wakora na wezi wa ngombe tutapambana na wao na mimi nataka niwaambie nikiketi kutoka hapa for vyo vyote if it's going to take 10 years if it's going to take 20 years they better be ready because this story of kids not going to school must come to an end mimi nimetoa pesa karibu milioni moja, nimepatia jeshi waende wajenge hizo mashule zote ambazo zilivunjwa na hawa wakora ili tuwarudishe watoto wetu I'm going to get a report next week. I spoke to Akiali Machogu this morning. I'm going to get a report next week. Mali wanajeshi wetu wamefikisha because our kids must go back to school and we are going to deal with the challenge of insecurity in the North Rift whatever it takes. And I have made that commitment as uh, as the president of Kenya that North Rift must we must get rid of this insecurity in North Rift because North Rift once and for all. Yes. Tupambua time imeisha. Uliza swali la mwisho. Naomba tukongeza bizari kwenye swali lake Nancy la maswala ya Baringo. Naam. Ni kwamba kuna shule kuna shule moja inaitwa inaitwa Ngeleche na nyingine inaitwa Rugus bado hazijafunguliwa na zinatumika zingine kama vituo vya kuwafunza wale wanajeshi ama polisi wa akiba. Ni miezi mitatu sasa ama miine katika operation hii ambayo inaendelea na wakiwa wanasema hawajaona matunda yoyote kwamba watu wameshikwa ambao ni magaidi na wale majahili katika eneo lile. Ukijibu hilo ni juzi tu waziri wako wa usalama wa ndani Kindiki Kithuri alikuwa katika eneo la mpakani mwa Somalia, Ethiopia na Kenya kukutana na waziri wengine na kuna mpango kwamba eneo ambalo ilikuwa limefungwa kwa zaidi ya miaka kumi wende likafunguliwa ni kwamba katika ukanda huo sasa kuna usalama mmepambana na magaidi vilivyo kama serikali ama namna gani ni kweli nimeenda by the way mpaka hiyo shule ya rugus yeah? na ukienda pale utapata matatizo sana ukiyaona yale mambo yana yako, yako vile mambo yalivyo pale na ndio sababu 
niliamua ya kwamba kwa vyo vyote hata kama itanigarimu nini lazima hii jambo tulitatue ni kweli kuna mashule eh, nafikiri kulikuwa na mashule karibu 20 nafikiri almost five or six schools that are not yet open because some of them have not been repaired wengine wazazi walihama watoto walihama so lazima tuweke kwanza usalama wa kutosha ndio wale watu warudi pale ndio tuweze kufungua kufungua shule ile hakikisho mimi nataka nitoe ni kwamba serikali ya Kenya itahakikisha ya kwamba kwa vyovyote tumia jeshi tukitumia jeshi la polisi tukitumia wana eh, askari wa ziada ama ulisema wanaitwa nini akiba wa akiba hawa wote tutawaweka katika you know hiyo mchanganyiko mpaka swala hili la usalama lipatikane pale mpakani tumezungumza na serikali ya Somalia tumezungumza na IOM nilikuwa na wao hapa juzi na tukasema kule kufunga kwa biashara mpakani kuna wafanya magaidi kuona ya kwamba wamefaulu ni vipi tunaweza kuhakikisha unaweza kuweka ya kwamba eh, hali ya kawaida ya maisha inaendelea hata pale tukibambana na magaidi mm-hmm. yeah? kwa sababu kule ku, eh, kufungwa kabisa kwa mpaka you know makes it look like the criminals have succeeded in blocking people between our two countries trade between our two countries and as a result smuggling you know and and uh, illegal things are going on it is better we have a formal border where taxes are being collected by somalia on the other side kenya on this other side because in the absence of a border point it means there is nowhere you know so you you will still find products moving from here to there but there is no mechanism of checking whether the products meet standards whether taxes have been paid so we it is good to formalize a place where people who are genuine can go there and be able to present themselves present their goods pay taxes do business so that we can deal with the criminals outside that formal yeah. engagement shukran kwa kukubali bizari yangu kwenye muda wa ziada Eh, muda wa <laughs> Thank you very much for speaking to us this evening Mr. President. Um, we have not exhausted the list of questions that we had from Kenyans. But uh, we've been extended some time so we can get some more time. Can you allow me one minute? Yes. Please. You have to get your closing remark. Okay, before I do my closing remark, eh? Wacha niseme tumeondoa ushuru kwa uh, aircrafts, helicopters, parts, engines. Nikasikia watu wengi hapo wakisema unajua huyu president amet you know marafiki zake sijui tunasikia hata yeye yako na helicopter sijui katika ile project ya kawaida Mimi nataka niwaeleze wakenya hivi Tumeondoa ushuru kwa mambo ya aircraft kwa sababu Wilson Airport na Kenya is the I think the second or third or or fourth busiest airport in Africa Hii Wilson Airport yetu hii na kazi kubwa ya Wilson Airport pale ni repairs maintenance uh, and, and, and one more 
we have a very big ecosystem of engineers and people who work in the aeronautical field who had shifted base kwa sababu wakati tuliweka hii ushuru yote wakahamia Tanzania wakahamia Uganda tukapoteza biashara tukapoteza ajira Wilson Airport karibu inafungwa so the same industry players kutoka Wilson Airport walikuja wakasema jameni mbona sasa mnatufanya tupeleke ndege zetu Tanzania ama Uganda na hapa ndio tuko na engineers hapa ndio tuko na specialists ambao wanaweza kutufanyia hii kazi it was purely because we are protecting our jobs and we are protecting our business so that, that's the reason and every other tax that i have put it is reasoned out and by the way i sat in this room with every ministry every ps myself with my team to interrogate the budget because i have to own up and take responsibility for everything that this government does except of course the ones that i cannot you know lakini to the extent possible i must be able to answer to the people you say dayup the people of kenya yes the countrymen and, and women and women I must, and, and women i must be able to answer to them when when i am called upon to. what if the ladies and gentlemen in the national assembly and the senate do not pass the finance bill then what we will cross that river when we get there but uh, i i think i have made and i will continue to make a persuasive argument i believe in engagement i believe in working with people I, that's why i'm taking time to explain myself you know i don't think there is any other president who has explained himself the way i do because i want to persuade the people of kenya i don't want to impose things on people i want them to understand i want them to criticize what what i am what what we are proposing but we must all be objective you know is it reasonable does it make sense you know because you know we have a country my friend and i want to uh, tell you uh, latif and uh, this great team eric uh, flosfro lofty lofty <laughs> and uh, my dear sister here and uh, my Daniel. my good brother that this country does not belong to william ruto doesn't belong to the president doesn't belong to anybody it belongs to all of us we are here we will fly together or we will crash together you know by god's grace i am the leader today you know and i owe it to the people of kenya and god who i swore by the bible to do the right thing for this nation i must make a contribution it is not always that you get an opportunity like the one i have to make a difference in a nation and i want to be understood that whatever we are proposing we want the best for our country from where i sit i understand many people criticize wewe nani alikwambia ati tunahitaji manyumba eh you know like for example this fertilizer thing allow me this one minute so farmers were saying we have used dap fertilizer for all the years you know we will not accept any other fertilizer i know from where i sit as the president of kenya that dap is the wrong fertilizer for kenya yet the farmers are asking for it did you want me to supply dap fertilizer to them because they have asked i said no i told them we are not going to use dap fertilizer even though you are asking for it 
we are going to give you the right fertilizer. It is called NPK, and that's what we are going to supply. Many of them, oh, today, the same farmers, you see them standing in the middle of their maze and saying, oh, this is very nice. You know, this fertilizer is very good. The same ones. Because I cannot do the wrong thing because people are asking for it. No, I have to do the right thing. You know, I better be criticized. I better be uh, uh, what? But I must do the right thing. And precisely why I am telling my countrymen and women, let us have a positive, honest conversation. We want to change our country. It's going to take all of us to change our country. Don't, don't let, let us not say, because I am in a privileged position, it's not my business. It's not my responsibility. How is it my business? I mean, that's, that's not how to belong to a nation, you know? A nation, a society, is measured by the quality of goods that are available to everybody. It is not measured by what the rich have. No, it is measured by what everybody can access. Indeed. Education, how are we going to make sure the plan we have to raise to 8 billion becomes, how do we de deal with our health? How do we deal with our roads? How do we deal with our water? How do we deal with our electricity? How do we deal? That is what we must do collectively, and that is why we have a government. Okay. It is my plea to the people of Kenya yeah. that we, they listen to what we are saying. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you very much for giving us this opportunity uh, to speak to Kenyans and to also respond to questions. This, of course, goes a long way in entrenching our democracy and will continue holding you accountable for the words that you say. By all means do. And the deeds of your government. Yes. And continue asking me the difficult questions. It is good. It's that, good for me. Good that for is our job. Yes. Good for democracy. Yes. Good for openness and transparency. No problem. That's our job. And thank you very much for tuning in to this conversation with His Excellency President William Ruto this evening. Thank you for all the questions that you had shared with us earlier. Unfortunately, we were not able to uh, pose all the questions, but we hope that you've gotten sufficient answers to the questions that uh, we have asked and the answers that the President has given. Asante Nisana, this has been a joint broadcast of several media houses. Have a good evening. mtazamaji na msikilizaji kwa mwaka mzima umekuwa na runinga na vile vile stesheni ya AGR News stesheni ambayo unaipenda na kwangu kipindi cha anza na bwana umekuwa mtazamaji na msikilizaji ambaye tumejumuika pamoja tukaburudika pamoja tukahimizana pamoja na bila shaka kujusana na kuelimisha mambo ambayo kwa kweli uh, tusinge kuwa pamoja tusinge yakamilisha nashukuru sana kwa kuwa nami tangu tulipoanza kipindi hiki na vile vile nashukuru sana kwa kuwa na AGR News kwa wakati huu wote ambao tumeshirikiana pamoja na kutoka kwangu na timu yote ya AGR tunakutakia mwaka mpya mwema wenye mafanikio ubarikiwe zaidi lakini kumbuka usimsahau Mwenyezi Mungu kwa sababu yeye ndiye anatuongoza kwa hivyo tembea naye asante ni sana
Hallelujah. 
kupitia mimi sitawaacha sitawaacha muangaike ni bona nini msiuzunike msikate tamaa msiuzunike msikate tamaa msiogopeni ponani wala msiuzunike Thank you. 